win green, eh? You better win green, eh? You better win green, eh? Welcome into the Better and Green podcast where you guys listen in and we help you cash out. Cash out. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Better Green. That's better, B-E-T-T-O-R Green. Listen to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And subscribe to us on YouTube to watch highlights from the show. Last week in the Big Three, I went 3-0, and Zach went 2-1, and and Ethan went 1-2. and The squad ride took its first hit. Zach, did we jinx the squad ride? Bank, oh. Go to the bank for that. I'm telling you, I love it. Guys, it's undefeated. Undefeated it so far. Um, maybe I did say it was the most confident one that we've ever had, which I probably shouldn't have said it. That was pretty idiotic. But if, if Travis Kelsey doesn't fumble, that hits. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Rip. That was tough, but it's all good. I mean, a hey, two and one, that's profit. So yeah. Yeah. Bounce back. Absolutely. For sure. You guys want to talk about my parlay for a second? Yeah, Please. man. You're, you're close. I was so was close. Big time. I was so oh. close. If you guys read my article on Cooper Sports, I did a 16 parlay. Cowboys minus 10 and a half. That hit Check. big time. Easy. Steelers money line. Check. Check. Broncos Ravens under. Big Check Checks every week. Every week. Big check. Browns minus seven. Nice. Check-a-roo. I checked it, yeah. but I didn't feel good about that one. I really no, did. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was... Mm-hmm. Chargers money line. I told you. Try telling you. You did. Tried. You did. Even Tried. even on Sunday, you were trying to tell me, and I just wouldn't listen yeah, to you. That line that. movement was crazy, man. Like, no, it, it was. was. It was wicked, that line movement. Four points, I think, have changed. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And Chiefs Bengals over. Ethan, did you say it was like one point? I forgot what it, it was. was. One point. It was a missed Harrison Bucker 50-some-odd-yard field goal and a failed defensive stop on a or i guess a successful three and 11 for uh or third and yeah. 11 from the Bengals. Mm-hmm. just i can't believe joe burrow completed that man no, that that, that was a shot in the heart yeah. yeah that was a dot i mean joe burrow just he owns the chiefs right now what is he three and against Mahomes? i think yeah i think he's been three times in the last year it's, it's crazy the chiefs hurt me so bad last week losing the yeah. game I mean, losing our money yo, line losing my parlay yo, yo. Oh, oh. she said, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll, you'll get over it in two weeks when you're the one feed and you're fine. That's true. So that's eight true, weeks yeah. when they're hoisting the Lombardi. Yeah. I'm sure okay. you'll be fine. Speak it into existence, Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> Lions are next year. I know it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't lie to the kid. Don't lie to the kid. <laughs> so Ethan, I want to talk um, college football with you before we get into the NFL slate. Zach, I don't want you really say anything on this one. But Ethan, like they picked the top four best teams, right? Yeah, I think they absolutely got it right there. Um, I know you're <laughs> loving your Ohio State sneaking in the back door. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, they had an opportunity to go get that money with Georgia at one, Michigan two, OSU three, uh, Bama four. That would have been the most watched, two of the most watched football games in the history of football. Um, mm-hmm. And they did the right thing. You know, you could have argued moving OSU up over TCU, but I still think that was the right call. I mean, TCU went to the conference championship. Right. Ohio State didn't. They lost in overtime to a team they'd already beaten. Um, and I believe they had, uh, according to Matt Lasser of Cooper Sports, uh, the 11th or 12th toughest ranked schedule TCU did. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, I think- that was the, 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 the Big 12 was really tough. So yeah. the fact they were undefeated is impressive for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I absolutely I I think that uh 
I'm pretty happy with the committee's decision there. It kind of uh, makes me trust them going forward. Zach, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you chime in, man. No, I actually, surprisingly, I, I agree with, with, with what the committee did. Oh, uh, wow. I mean, four teams, yeah, I mean, four teams is tough. Uh, it sucks that USC loses where they have to play an extra game and Ohio State sits on the couch. That's neither here nor there. Uh, and Caleb Williams getting hurt really hurt them a lot. Yeah. But I actually did a little research myself on what the 12-team playoff would look like this year if it was a thing. So obviously the first four teams, and you got Kansas State, Tennessee, would be 8-9, Tulane, T- um, Tulane, TCU, I believe, USC, Bama, Penn State, Ohio State. That would be really fun, uh, which I don't know. It's just kind of cool to look at what it would be. And I think I don't know. I just twelve teams is gonna be so much better than four, man. It's yeah. it just sucks. But I'm, teams I mean, like they, they definitely made. Yeah, that'd be so cool. And That's I think awesome. they could actually they'd be able to hang with TCU. I really do. And then USC Bam would be a sick game. Kansas State Tennessee would be cool. It'd right. just be I don't know. I'm really excited for it. But in terms of what the committee did, I think I think TCU three is the right move. Just because I mean they went undefeated and they'd play an extra game. I don't think they deserve to go to four for that. I want an Ohio State Michigan rematch so bad. So bad, just imagine you can stop them again, but that's neither here nor there again. So, yeah, but for the most part, I agree with what they did. Yep. If we get an Ohio State Michigan championship, which Ohio State's not beating Georgia, but no, that would be so. that would be insane. That's the most the watched game. football game ever, and I like obviously a Super Bowl, but college football game ever. I mean, yeah. that's and Michigan and Ohio State fans, they cannot whoever wins that game has regrets for the rest of their life. Yeah, like, that's, that's the true. biggest game in the history. Yeah, so that's that'd true. Be awesome, that'd be so cool. A lot of injuries this week in professional football and a lot of big time injuries too. Jimmy G went down, Lamar went down, and these are two playoff hopeful teams. So Zach, I'll let you start with this one. Um, I'm worried about both of them. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the Jimmy G, they said he may come back for the playoffs. I would be shocked. I mean, that yeah. obviously I'm a Finns fan, Dolphins fan, so I obviously didn't want him to see him hurt at all. Uh, Brock Purdy looked pretty good, but we'll see what people are actually game planning for him. Probably a lot different. For, I, I didn't think he was that good at Iowa State, but who knows? Maybe he'll be good. I think Kyle Shannon can make anybody look decent, which is why I think Baker would not have been terrible for them. But who knows? Uh, Lamar, yeah, that's 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 hurts. I mean, Huntley's one of the more exciting backups in the league, so at least they have that going for him. But you need Lamar in that offense for what they want to do. So that both sucks. I think the Niners, honestly, are like in my opinion, if Jimmy G to the NFC favorite. I think they pick, I pick them to come out of the NFC. So I think that hurts them more than the Ravens, but I think they'll both be okay. I'm not worried at all for either team, honestly. Really? <laughs> yep. I think uh, Brock Purdy comes into the best situation in the NFL, uh, second to when Mahomes came into the league because he was just handed, you know, just about everything he could ever ask for there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Purdy's got the best defense around him. He's got weapons all across the board. Um, a really smart coach that's not going to put him in trouble. Uh, they're going to help him succeed. So, yeah, I'm not too worried about Purdy whatsoever. Um, who knows if, if Garoppolo is even that good? Clearly, they don't really think so. Uh, they were trying to mm-hmm. shop him this all off season, and uh, they make him look good. I think Purdy's going to kind of be the same way. And uh, Lamar, I think he's only out one to three weeks. Uh, yeah. I think Huntley is extremely similar. They don't have to change up the playbook whatsoever. So, um, Huntley... He is one and three as a starter, but his three losses are late last year to Green Bay, uh, the Rams, who went on to win the Super Bowl, and then Pittsburgh divisional. Pretty sure they're all like one point losses too. Like, the, yeah. like the, yeah, the Ravens will be okay. I mean, it's yeah. only one in three weeks, and they and then you get Lamar back. So yeah, they haven't so, looked great with Lamar though. They no, I mean, I mean, if anything, the injuries to the receivers and everyone the yeah. running backs are hurting more than that right now. So. Yeah. 
the thing I'm more worried for is when Lamar comes back, if he's actually going to be the Lamar like, we're used yeah. to, if he's able to cut and make moves um, in the open field like he typically does. So Yeah, the, the Ravens need to not rush him back at all. Don't rush him back. Yeah. Make sure he's yeah. good because Huntley for now can hold it down. I mean, I think he'll make it like, – he'll – I mean, I think he could win one or two games by in, in these three weeks if he's out. So, you guys ready to talk some? Uh, what are we in week fourteen slate? Week yep. fourteen, man. Where's the time going? It's I have flying. no clue. Crazy. This is crazy. It's nuts. Thursday night, Raiders head out to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Rams are six point underdogs at home. Over under set at forty four and a half. Ethan, you want to start with this one? Yeah, I mean, this game is pretty gross. Another gross Thursday night game. What? What do we expect um, going into the year? Yeah, probably looked pretty good on paper, but um, as of now, I mean, Vegas has started looking good. Uh, the Rams, I think they're just ready to ship it in and get to next year, um, try to figure out their apparent rebuild that it looks like they're in. Um, however, I actually lean LA in this game uh, with the points. I think it's just too many. Uh, Vegas has to travel, which I know it's only like a three hour. They probably don't even, I don't know if they fly or drive. It's right, you know, across the state line there. But um, I just don't love teams traveling. They kind of lose a day there of prep on a short week as is. Um, and then uh, the Raiders on the road actually have not won in regulation this year. They're two and five. They're two wins being overtime wins. So uh, that would often stay within the six points there as well. Um, LA, two of their three wins are at home. So I do like the spot for LA. I think they can keep it at least, um, you know, close. I don't even know if it's going to be Baker Mayfield, if it's going to be, I think Wolford's in concussion protocol maybe, or something's going on there. So they might go back with that Bryce Perkins or whatever his name was. I don't even know who's at quarterback. Um, all I know is uh, Jalen Ramsey's still there. He's going to lock down Devontae. So um, that does take me to the under as well. Uh, the Raiders have the third best passing defense in the league. The Rams have the fourth best rush defense in the league. Um, and like I said, Ramsey is going to be on Devontae. So I think it stays under. Uh, it's primetime under is kind of a trend anyway. LA with the points. And my last um, stat to back up the Rams is – as of right before we started filming here, um, according to the Action Network app, the Raiders are getting 74% of the bets right now. So kind of makes me look even closer at the Rams. Yeah, I don't really have a side in this game in terms of what I think is who's going to win. I would lean Raiders, but I, I think my favorite player here is actually the over. So I'm going to disagree with Ethan here. Um, I think the Raiders found their offense with Jacobs and Adams. I mean, they just feed him both those two every time. I think they... Rams defense is getting hurt. Donald's already ruled out. I can see Raiders scoring at least 24 to 30 themselves. And with Baker, that makes me like it even more. I mean, I think he's better than Walford or Perkins. I mean, he's not great, but I think he could do something. And the Raiders defense, they have not allowed a team to score under 20 all season. And they, and they played the Texans, by the way. Mm. So, I mean, I like the 44 and a half. I think that's a little too low. Um, and I, my favorite prop in this game is Derek Carr over 250 and a half passing yards. I think that's really good. I, I mean, Geno Smith had, what, 360 on him last week or something like that. Um, I mean, they averaged 280 yards per game in the last three passing. So I like cars over, and I like the over in the game in this one. I like the under in this one, um, mo- mostly because I don't like either of these teams very much. Um, I, they haven't been very good this year. Um, and like Ethan, I think this game's going to be pretty close. So I think you just have to take the points. 
I, I don't see either team really running away with this one. Yeah. Same. Vikings head out to Detroit to face the Lions. Lions are two and a half point favorites. Over under set at 52 and a half. It's one of the highest over unders of the week. Ethan, I'll let you start first since it's your Lions. Can you give me that spread one more time? Spread is Lions two and a half favorites. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't get cocky down there. Don't <laughs> hey. get cocky down there. Hey. We're sniffing around according to that playoff graph. <laughs> no, yeah. That's true. That's a lot uh, better than in the hump, by the way. I love sniffing around. That's great. Yeah. Keep that yeah. out NFL. Um, yeah, who would have thunk? I mean, Detroit favored against the 10 and 2 Vikings. Um, but I agree with it. Uh I like the spot a lot for Detroit. It's their third straight home game. They've just been chilling, not traveling, getting good rest. Um so like that for them, Minnesota just played three home games in a row coming to Detroit and then they have two more home games. So it's kind of just an odd spot for them. They're only traveled. They'll be doing it about seven weeks or so. So, um, and just by growing up rooting for the lions, I mean, they always play Minnesota pretty close. Um, they've already lost to Minnesota this year by four, uh, at Minnesota. And I think they typically can squeeze out a win, um, each year so i really like detroit at home here um detroit is top 10 in basically every major offensive category yards per uh game passing yards per game rush yards per game and points per game um and minnesota actually as of late uh has just been completely horrible um offensively as well defensively they're just they're a worse pass defense than detroit which i didn't think i'd ever be saying this year yeah um they're dead last in the league pass defense minnesota offensively the last three games 31st in the league out of 32 points per uh play or sorry yards per play um so not really moving the football that well either um so yeah give me detroit i do think this one sneaks back down closer to a pick by kickoff maybe detroit minus one somewhere in there um, I don't think it gets any higher. I don't think that they're going to give us a three with Minnesota. So I would wait to take Detroit. Um, I would definitely play money line. I wouldn't even mess with the points. And I actually, uh, I actually lean the under in this game, which I, I don't know why everyone, everything points to the over. Uh, but just thinking back to games in the past of these two teams, I just see this one staying under just a gut feeling I have. Yeah, I'm all over the Lions. I mean, this is probably the trappiest line of the year. There's no there's no logical sense that they're two and a half. They were just one and a half point dogs of the Jags at home. It, it, it makes no logical sense. This is what Vegas wants you to do is take the Vikings. I promise you 90% of the public's on the Vikings. And it open is to pick them. Money's on the Vikings and it went to two and a half Lions. That's all I needed to hear. It's Lions all day. And I have stats to back it up as well. I mean, Lions have been playing well since the Dolphins lost. All five games they've won. I mean, they're 4-1 and the Bills lost. Arguably, they should have won that game. Right. And as you said, Detroit always plays the Vikings tough. I mean, they got their first win last year against the Vikings, that random game. Um, Vikings are dead last in passing yards allowed last three weeks. So, I like Goff's over 250 yards prop all day. I think mm-hmm. he has. I think he throws a lot as well. Um, I love the Lions this week. Maybe my favorite bet. Give me the Lions minus. I I would probably take ML too just to be safe, but I'm not I'm not scared of falling two and a half either. So yeah, yeah. Actually, I see Minnesota's only getting 53 percent right now, so I do think mm-hmm. there's still multiple days for the public to come oh, yeah. in on this. So I, I promise I, you, 
their Vikings are ten and two. The natural betters are like, oh, to the Lions. Yeah, I promise to tell us all over the Vikings. And I sure this tr- trust me when I say the Lions are winning. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah, and I I'd be extremely shocked if this line doesn't go closer to pick them. Mm-hmm. Really shocked. <clears throat> and, and, and if it doesn't, that's even more telling to me. If it doesn't right. move, right? So. I have a little interesting little tidbit for you guys here. So, have you guys heard a lot of the Vikings being fraudulent? Mm-hmm. A little okay. bit here and there. A little bit here and there. Okay, From so they lost when they played the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So they're ten and two, right? Points for versus points against. So a team that's let's say three ten versus three hundred, it would be plus ten. Do you guys know what the Vikings are at right now? I think I do. So I'll let Ethan go first. I don't. I I know. I'm pretty sure they've won a ton of one score games. I want to say they're like nine and one or something like that in one score games this year. Um, so I don't know for sure, but it's got to be close. I want to say they're like. I think they have the lowest point differential of any nine or ten and two ten and two team ever. I'm pretty sure it's like they're only like ten maybe of points at four over against. I think. That's exactly right. They're plus 10. Yeah. So That's let's insane. Let's look at the Eagles. They're one win above. They are plus 112. Yeah. And the, exactly. they have five more wins than the Lions right now. The difference between the two is 19 points. Wow. Yep. Lions are minus nine. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's an argument that the Vikings could have, you know, five wins. Like six wins. Yeah. I mean, they're just winning. Like, the they've just had some – the commanders they should have lost to, they should have lost to the Bills. I mean, it says a lot about a team. I'll give them that, that they're winning these games. It helps when it comes later in the season. But you got to start beating teams. You just got to start kicking teams' asses eventually. I yeah. mean, you got to be the teams you got to beat. But And they've got – the the two games that are making this so skewed is their ass kickings from the Eagles and from the Cowboys, who are both in the NFC. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It'll be a closer one, but they're probably going to lose this game. So I'm going to go with the Lions as well. But I'm going to go with the over. Hmm. And go with okay. the over. Is that, yeah, a potential, I mean, is that a potential squad right here? Potentially Lions? Potential. We can keep it on mm-hmm. the radar. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, I do think, though, my favorite play, you, you guys know by now, I just love the teasers. And that two and a half is just so appetizing with Minnesota. Take that up to eight and a half. Huh. Love it. Probably my favorite teaser leg of the entire season. So. Yeah, I think Detroit gets there. No way. They're winning by double digits. Philadelphia Eagles head out to face the New York Giants. This is a divisional game with the home Giants being seven-point underdogs. Over-under set at 44.5. Zach, we were just talking about how good the Eagles have been. Are you on the Eagles? I don't. It, I'm, it's hard to get a read on this game for me. The Giants are a team. It's so I, I have no idea what I'm getting from them ever. Uh it's a tough division game. Seven points is a lot for a home dog in a division game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to be playing anything in this game. The Giants have won the last two in New York. Um, I don't know. I-, I would lean Giants plus seven, but I'm not confident at all. And the under yep. two. Yep. I'm the same way. I like the Giants plus seven here. Um, God, I really wish there was a – a decisive score in that last game rather than a tie uh, kind of mm-hmm. pushed me one way or another. Um, I do think New York does have some unfinished business with Washington next week. So I'm, but you can't look past Philly either. So I don't know. It is just a weird game, but home dog of yeah, full touchdown. Um, I think I said it last week, Philly's not going to go this entire season more than likely winning or losing just one game. 
Uh, so within the next five, I think they're going to get caught somewhere. And uh, this could very well be it. Um, I like the under quite a bit too. I think Saquon gets the ball quite a bit, um, takes clock down. Yeah, and uh, both are top 12 defenses when it comes to points against as well. So, um, yeah, give me give me the under is my most confident in this one. Uh, but I think New York does enough to keep it close. I'm going to go with the under as well. But I'm actually going to go with the Eagles. I, I like the Eagles. Was last week the Titans game? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About the Titans. <laughs> I we were all kind of on the Titans. I, I was kind of like wishy washy on that one, especially like as the week went on. But I'm gonna roll with the Eagles in this one. They do face the Cowboys still, so I think they're gonna trip up there. Um, yeah. That so whole if you guys have seen that division, there's so many divisional games still to go. Like the yeah, Giants, like the rest of their that. seasons, like almost besides the Colts, it's all division games. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they do that. No, it's just yeah. like it just messes everything up. Like, and it's not. I'm not saying it should be fair for a team, but the Giants playing this many division games at the end is like unfair, kind of. Because yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. But. Yeah, yeah. They, there's a good chance they started with like those seven wins, and then they're gonna get knocked out here in the next few weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Deshaun Watson and the Browns. The Browns' defense, I should say. Head out to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Bengals are six-point favorites after beating the Chiefs. Over-under set at 47. Um, Zach, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, it's tough fading the Bengals, but I'm going to take Browns plus six. I don't know. I think it's a a letdown spot for the Bengals. I think public is going to be all over the Bengals this week after what they did to the Chiefs. Um, The Browns have won eight of the last nine against the Bengals as well. Uh I think Brown struggling struggling to score against the Texans will also have the public beyond the Bengals as well. And I don't think Deshaun's going to look as bad as he did last week, as we talked about. It's his first snap in two years. I mean, it's that's a lot to ask from a guy. Granted, no, I mean, I'm not saying anything about him as a person, but on the, as a football field, it's that's tough. Uh, I see them trying to feed Chubb again like they did in that Monday night game they did. Uh, yep. I like the Browns plus six. It's a lot of points for a divisional game. I think the Bengals win, but Browns cover. Yeah, I love Cleveland plus six. Um, kind of, I kind of stole my uh, mojo there a little bit, Zach. But yeah, um, Cincinnati one and eight last nine against Cleveland. Uh, you know, they say Burrow owns the Chiefs. Well, Cleveland owns Burrow because the last Which time weird. Cincinnati yeah. beat Cleveland was Andy Dalton at the helm. Uh, as weird <laughs> as that is, so mm-hmm. yeah, really like Cleveland six points, just a ton in a divisional game. Um, like you said, Zach, Cincinnati's in probably the biggest letdown spot of the year. Um, even though they do have revenge against Cleveland, they cared about uh, Kansas City last week more than this game. Um, so, yeah, I think six points is way too much. Both teams offensively and defense, uh, defensively are extremely similar um, statistically. So, yeah, I think healthy dose of Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think uh, Cleveland controls the – the tempo of this game, I think it stays close. Um, I also like Deshaun Watson to come out and actually look more like Deshaun Watson this week. Um, yeah, for every reason that Zach said, he, he's got a game under his belt now and uh, another week of practice. And so I, I kind of like the over. Um, in the past, it has kind of been a shootout as well. Last game landed on 45, the over sitting at 47, 47 and a half, somewhere in there. 47. Um, yeah. Yeah, last game landed on 45 since he only put up 13 points in that game. I think they put up more than 13 this game, but uh, 
yeah, give me Cleveland with the points. Most confident play in that one. I'm not feeling very good now, guys. I'm going against you a lot. So I'm going with the Bengals this week. Um, like you guys said that they've been losing to Cleveland. I think that has to end at some point, just like Heineke's covering finally came to an end, unfortunately. Hey, he didn't lose. He tied. He, he tied. did tie. He did tie. Did not lose. Lost the spread. Lost the spread. Damn it. You're right. <laughs> so I, hey, I think it changes. Win. They ain't covering. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. It's fine. I'll probably take them next week against the Giants. So it's fine. There right. you go. You should. You should. A little yeah, sneak peek. Uh, yeah. Ethan, I'm with you. I like the over. Since he's also getting 75% right now of the, the tickets. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I said, public's going to be all over them after last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Jets head out to face the Bills. I believe they beat the Bills the last time they played. But Bills are nine mm-hmm. and a half point favorites in this game. Over under set at 43 and a half. Ethan, I'll let you take this one first. Yeah, this is wild to me. Uh, Buffalo has not looked very good. I mean, they kind of did against the Patriots last week, but still not the the Bills we're kind of used to seeing. Um, and yeah, you're right. They lost to the Jets 20 to 17 back in Week Nine, uh, which was not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, the Jets are they're playing pretty well with Mike White, and they're almost 10 point underdog. Uh, don't get it like the Jets quite a bit in this spot. Um, I mean, I, I guess I don't think the Jets win, but that's just a lot of points for a divisional game, um, especially with the Jets looking pretty good lately um, and the Bills not looking very good. Um, Buffalo also has Miami on deck, which at this point is kind of their biggest rival to take the division from them. So I don't know if they'll be looking ahead too much, but it could be. Um and yeah, I think I actually lean the under in this game. Like I said, first game stayed under 20 to 17, only 37 points scored. Both teams are top six in points per game allowed. Um, and actually, as of late, the Jets are better in yards per play on offense and yards per play against on defense than the Bills are. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't really understand the line. I like the Jets to keep it close, and I like the under. Yeah, I like... Uh... My favorite is probably the over, but I'll get that in a second. I like the Jets, nine and a half. I think they could actually win this game outright. I, the Jets are good everywhere but quarterback, and they upgraded. As we, I mean, yeah. I, I think we all agree that Mark Mike White is playing a lot better than Zach Wilson would be. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's looked pretty good going to Minnesota and playing. I mean, they were one play away from winning that game. That was impressive. Uh, nine and a half is way too many points. Oh yeah, that was a sweat. I mean, way too many points for a divisional game is nine and a half, especially when the Jets really just beat them. I mean, and the Bills haven't looked any better, really. And, I mean, they're missing Von Miller's out for the year now. So, I like the uh, – so, it goes my over. Over 43.5, I like it actually a good amount here. I think the Bills come out pissed off. I think the offense is going to try to score. I know the Jets' defense is good, but I think Josh Young can maybe get, I mean, 20-24 for them. And I think the Jets score 20-24 also. The Bills' defense is injured. Mike White looks pretty good. I like the over, and I lean the Jets 9.5. I don't have a great read on the over-under in this one. I do like the Jets, though. This is definitely a game that if you're looking at that Jets defense, I don't see how the Bills are able to pull away that much. And if they do start pulling away, Mike White, he has that whole team. The energy's changed. They're, they're really wearing his shirts around. Like, yeah. they yeah. love him. Yeah. They love him. Yeah, and they're, they're going to play for him, too. Mm-hmm. I get it was against Minnesota, but they were getting chunk play after chunk play in that fourth quarter yeah. last week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just a barrage of big Garrett plays Wilson to come back day. in that game. 
He's got that mm-hmm. dog in him. Yeah. He does. <laughs> he's him. He's him. The I don't ju- know if I'll go that far, but he's, he's, Mike White's pretty good. I'll he is pretty good. The Jaguars head out to Tennessee to face the Titans. Titans are four-point favorites with the over-under set at 41 points. Uh, I think we got the Titans wrong last week, Zach, but I, I don't feel great about this game either. I actually love the Titans here. I, I hate that I'm going with them again. I, I just They own the Jags. They're 11 of 13 against them. The one eleven of thirteen, the Titans are weird. Once people start to like look, look past them, they're like, oh, they're not as good, and then they win in like convincing fashion against a team that they should be. Uh, I mean, the Jags only scored fourteen against the Lions defense. I don't. I, Titans are. I mean, way at home they're a top five, allowing sixteen points a game. Give me that all day. And King Henry is playing his sons this week in the Jaguars. He <laughs> owns them. Last two games, fifty-five carries for three hundred forty-five yards. That's six carry, yards a carry, and five touchdowns. And his line is 82 and a half rushing yards. I that is easy. I would I might sprinkle 150 plus yards for him. I think he's gonna feast. He's pissed off. He's getting bottled up recently. I love the Titans minus four here. Yeah. Uh I said I wouldn't touch the Titans again after getting burned <laughs> twice two weeks in a row. I, I don't blame you here either. No, I don't blame you. You know what? If the Titans lose again, I might be filming this one from a mental institution next week. <laughs> um, I like the Titans. Everything Zach said. I mean, they own Jacksonville. Henry oh, no. is just primed for a huge bounce back spot. Oh, uh, he's going to have a big day. Um, Jags have not won in Tennessee since 2013. Uh, they And uh, Tennessee's covered this four-point spread every year since 2016. That's six years in a row. They have oh covered God. this spread. I love it even more. In Tennessee. Keep going. Keep going. Um, yeah, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is banged up. I thought he tore his knee in two pieces last week. Somehow bad. came back. Um, yeah. but Thank God he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Happy he's okay. He probably had so much adrenaline, though, pumping through. Kept the pain off. Now he's had some time to relax. That thing can't be feeling good. Um, so he won't be as agile in the backfield there. Really like the Titans – Huge bounce back spot for them as they just lost two huge games against Cincinnati and Philly. Obviously, two great opponents that we can't really blame them for losing those games. Um, and they they still control their destiny. They're still going to win this division. Um, and what better bounce back spot than to get another divisional win at home? Uh, love them, love them, love them. Okay, yep, Sam, you talked me into it. We're gonna we're gonna go with the Titans again. We're gonna no. ride with the slaps if they come. I'm not sure we could squad ride this just just because it's the Titans. Uh, I'll say that. I'm not sure we could squad ride it, but we all like it. Ethan, no. Ethan, no. (laughs) No. I I cannot squad ride the Titans. I just can't. I can't let the people suffer like that and watching them. But Titans minus four is a good look. The Battle of Texas. The Texans head out to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Cowboys have a line of 16 and a half. They are favored over under set at 45.5. I was on the Cowboys last week. I was pretty bullish on them and boy, did they cover for me? I hate to say, it. I, I hate to swallow the points, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I'm taking the over Zach. Mm-hmm. I see you shake. I see you nodding your head, man. What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, that's a are, big number. Are the, are the Texans going to score? Uh, that's actually a serious – Like, I, I actually don't know if they can score a point in this game. The Cowboys, I think they're the best team in the NFC. I, top to bottom roster-wise, I think they're the best team in the NFC. They're, mm-hmm. Them and the Niners are probably the most talented in my opinion. Um, 
I mean, the Texans are a high school football team. Uh, it might be the worst team I've ever seen. I'm, I'm actually, I'm not even trying to like, they're just not good. And, and the, the line's this high for a reason. It's so many points. I'm not going to be betting it just because I cannot take a team that's this favored. It just sucks for knowing that they have to win by over three scores. But if anyone takes the Texans with Texans with any confidence, I would like to know why. So that's what I have to say. Oh my like, god! No, Ethan, stop! I'm not even. He's doing it to I'm himself. He's but <laughs> not with much confidence. Uh, I literally started handicapping this game, and everything I was looking at, I'm like, I'm not even gonna write it down because everyone knows this. Like, yes, Dallas yeah. is so much better offensively, so much better defensively. Dallas is nor- tier- towards the top in every statistic. Houston's towards the bottom, and you know, we all know this. Um, I just think. Uh, I think it's way too many points. It's uh, extremely inflated because of the ass kicking the Colts got in the fourth quarter alone last weekend. Uh, that game was actually really close. Colts were looking like mm-hmm. they had a chance to pull that out um, outright, and it just got away from them. I think they had five turnovers in the fourth 33 quarter. Thirty-three points in the fourth quarter for the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, it was just insane. Um, and. For Houston, I mean, this is their in-state rival. This is probably their Super Bowl. This is the only game they probably care about left on their schedule here. Uh, by no means do I think they're going to win outright, but I think Dallas just gets in, gets out, takes their win with them, moves on. Um, but, yeah, I just think 16, way too many points. So give me Houston. Also, Dallas is getting 65% of the bets. It's not huge, but um, this game has gone from 17 to 16, so there's a bit of reverse line movement coming in on Houston to make me like it even more. Probably won't bet it, but way too many points in an NFL game, in my opinion. I can tell you if anyone's betting Houston this season, they're down a lot of units. That's all I have to say about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Ethan, I want you to guess the uh, points per game average that the Texans have. Oh, God. The differential? No, the actual points per game. Oh, how many? Okay. Uh, probably like 9.6 or something. 15.7. 50, yeah. I mean, that's only over. They were competent in their first, like, four games. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, I mean, yeah, probably the last couple of weeks is probably, like, below 10. On it, like, yeah. Or yeah. below, like, 14. And now they get to face the Cowboys defense. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's – I don't think the Cowboys playing. care. The Cowboys might not even be practicing. They might have just said, <laughs> hey, it is. Bye week I times mean, two. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean – I don't – Wait, do they play the Eagles next week? Is it next week? No, what a joke. They play the Jags. Oh, oh my gosh. Because I was going to say, think, that could be a look-ahead spot. but I think. Maybe verify that. I'm pretty sure they have the Jags next week. I, I, go ahead. I, I'll do it. They're, I, the defense alone might score 16.5 points to cover. <laughs> I think I, I said last week, it, it might have been yeah. when just we were talking, or it might have been in the podcast last week. We'll have to go back and look. But I was saying, the Cowboys, they can cover by they score all the points and the Colts don't score any. And that came okay. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it could You're happen right. again. Mm-hmm. We'll see next week. I'll uh, I'll be pretty happy if I can come in here with a Houston cover next week. No. You're, you you are not putting tough. your dollars on it enough. You're not putting your dollars on it. There's no way. I haven't yet. We'll see. <laughs> oh my God. I feel bad for you if you're watching that game and you're hoping for the Texans to cover. Oh, I'll really be watching did. that game. <laughs> How high would this line have to be? For you to take the Texans, yeah, uh, 20, 
one and a half, 22, 23. I, I'm, I probably wouldn't take it. I don't care if it's 30 and a half. I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know if I could take the Texans. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm not watching another game with the rest of the season for them. I, I don't care. And then, Ethan, how low Sorry. would the line have to be for you? This is pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't even love 16. If it gets back yeah. up to 17, I might and, have my money on it. And, that, that, and that, I mean, and, and that's saying something. The fact you're not confident in a 16 and a half point spread for an NFL team. I mean, right. come on. Yeah. I mean, because they get paid to play football too. I mean, that's right. that's like that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I feel bad for Texans fans. I hope Davis Davis Mills is playing this week now. So I guess yeah, have something to look forward to. But he has to face Micah Parsons. So have fun. Yeah, yeah. Ravens head out to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Steelers are two and a half point favorites. It's the first time it seems like they've been favorites in a while. The over under is set at thirty seven points. Zach, um, I've been with the Steelers the last two weeks. And I might be with them again. Where are you? Same thing. I like I like this. I like the Steelers team, man. I, yeah. I really do. I like Pickett. I think obviously we talked about earlier. No Lamar and Huntley's last start actually came against the Steelers, and the Steelers won sixteen to thirteen. Uh, he's one and three as a starter. We talked about that already. Um, Ravens' offense just hasn't looked good. I mean, that game last week was terrible, just pukeable versus the Broncos. Uh, and Steelers at home are always a safe bet, in my opinion. They've won four of the last five against the Ravens as well. Pickett's been looking better. Najee's looking good. The Pickens news is a little scary that he's, you know, mad about not getting targeted in a win. It's kind of concerning, but I think Tom will get him in check. I'll, I like to see where's minus two and a half here. And the under, naturally, 37. But Agree with the total, but I like Baltimore quite a bit this week. Um, mm. I'll just get it out of the way right now. Throw them in that teaser with Minnesota. Get mm-hmm. both teams up to plus eight and a half. Absolutely like beautiful. Favorite teaser mm-hmm. of the year. Um, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. And I think Baltimore can win this game outright. Um, I, I'll i probably get in on Baltimore just by themselves if this gets back to three. Don't think it will. But, um, yeah, Baltimore, I mean, this is a big game for them. Uh, kind of like we were talking about with the NFC East. Uh, this is – Baltimore has four of their five remaining games in the division. Um, right now they do have that lead over Cincy, but the records are tied. Um so, I mean, they need to win every game they can, especially in the division right now. So, I think that is pretty big. Um, Baltimore's 4-2 and two on the road as well, so they are having success away from home. Um, and Pittsburgh's only 2-3 and three at home this year. So, I, I do like Baltimore quite a bit. I think uh, this line was, I think, Baltimore minus 4 before Lamar Jackson was knocked out, and it shifted 6.5 points. I don't think Lamar is 6.5 points better than Huntley by any means. Uh, so I think there's a ton of value on Baltimore. Like them quite a bit with the points. Love them in teasers, uh, and I think they get the outright win. Mm-hmm. Do nice. you? I do. I'm worried about the Ravens even making the playoffs right now. They've just looked terrible. Yeah, their defense has been better, but their offense they just need to get healthy and they find sh- some weapon for the guy, man. Like if we're being honest, they should have lost to the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos oh, are terrible. Yeah. Oh my God, unders free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh it's- God. It's ridiculous. I mean, they can't score. I, I I saw some like there's something on Twitter going on. I for, I can't. I don't know who to credit here, but something about how Russell Wilson has less touchdowns than bathrooms in his house or something crazy like yeah. that. Yeah. He has like 14 bathrooms in his house. He has like eight touchdowns. He's on pace to have less touchdowns than he has bathrooms in his house. It's just funny. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to make of them. But hey, well, there there are games coming up next actually, so we can talk about it. Okay. Speaking on that really quick, I saw. Uh... 
yeah, Denver as a team, I think, has 14 total touchdowns, and Jamal Williams, Lions <laughs> running back, has 14 total touchdowns. So you don't see the Lions on the right side of that stat almost ever. So no, you yeah. love just bringing Lions random stats just to make yourself. We don't get it. We yeah. never get. It. We're we're usually the team who only has 14. touchdowns. It's and our running it's back true. is never. It's since Barry Sanders, never the guy that has them. So that's true. Yeah. It's it's definitely not Swift. Rest in peace, my no. fantasy teams. Yeah. <laughs> The Chiefs head out to Denver to play the Broncos over under set at 43 and a half. And I want to ask you guys, when you think the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs was? Oh, Mm. man. 2015. I'll give it 2017. It was 2015. 9-17-2015. I was going to guess that date. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what do you mean by Justin Bieber was the top song at the time? If that and Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd was yeah, that's a good song. No. That is a good song. That was like the week before. So this is how ba- far back we're talking. And then their winning streak started when Peyton Manning threw those four interceptions and that was like the last regular season game he started. Brock Osweiler. Oh yeah. Came in. And then Brock Osweiler came in. And ever yeah. since then the Chiefs have won every single game against them. God, I'm getting old. I remember that game like vividly. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Seven years ago? God damn. Even though they broke our hearts, I'm rolling with the Chiefs again. And the over-under, this is – I've been wanting to see what this line was because you have like the one of the highest-scoring offenses versus one of the lowest. And set at 43, and that's like perfect. 43 and a half. Zach, uh, yeah. do you have a lean either way? I don't have a single bullet point in this game. The Broncos are the same with me for the Texans. I can't bet again they're playing unless it's the under. I mean, but the under scares me in a, in a Chiefs game. Yeah. I'd lean under and the Broncos with the points. I guess it's a division game and playing in Denver's tough. I mean, nine and a half points is a lot, even though they're just abysmal. Can they score nine themselves? Probably not. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd lean under if anyone takes it over. They're out of your mind. Here comes Ethan with the over probably. Uh, so I, I'm not betting anything in this game. Sorry. No, nope, I'm finally putting my guard down. I'm finally on the Broncos under train for Good. sure. Good. Don't think this is when it hits. No, this is when the over hits, so keep in mind. <laughs> yeah, day. right. Yeah. Hey, it will. One of these last games, that over will hit. But, uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think Kansas City wins this like 31 to 10. Uh, so, I think it stays under. I think KC probably blows them out. Um, I, I too, it's funny you said that, Zach. I literally, like, stopped handicapping this game. I didn't write anything down. Yeah, I didn't care um, enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think – yeah, I lean Kansas City. I won't be betting that. Um, but, yeah, just a bounce-back spot for KC, just a get-right game. They have Houston on deck, so they just aren't worried whatsoever. Uh, no look-ahead at all. So, yeah, I think they're focused. I think they come in, get it done. I don't think Denver scores enough to get it ultimately over the total of 43-and-a-half. So, yeah, Kansas City minus the points and under. Yeah, it's the under. And, and like, the 9-and-a-half points, I know you're saying it's a lot for a divisional game, Zach, and I agree. But with like has as bad as the Broncos' offense has been, how many touchdowns do the Chiefs need to score just to get up ten? No, yeah, that? no, it totally makes sense why the line's nine and a half. Yeah, it's just crazy that it's that big in Denver in a division game. It's crazy. That's how yeah. bad the Broncos are. So. Yeah, yeah, that's telling. Okay, Panthers head out to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Seahawks are four point favorites over under set at forty four points. Ethan, I'm gonna let you start with this one. Yeah, so like Carolina quite a bit in this game, um, getting the four. Um, 
horrible spot for Seattle. They they're coming off that game against um, division opponent L.A. Rams, and we all know the Rams aren't that good this year. But they did kind of give them a game there. They barely um, beat them. Yeah, it was yeah. the last second touchdown. Yeah, a really tough game actually for Seattle. Now they have to turn around. They have a short week going on Thursday night football, and they have to go play the 49ers. Um, I believe it's in San Fran. Could be wrong, but that's a short week, and that game means everything to Seattle this year. Um, that's going to probably decide the division. Now they don't have Garoppolo, so in Seattle's heads, that's a chance. That's a, a wounded animal that they're ready to go pounce on and take advantage of. Um, so I don't think they're going to – care too much about Carolina they're going to want to get in get a win get out um so I think four points I like it quite a bit um Carolina has actually had the fifth best yards per play in the last three games uh which is kind of mind-blowing uh they will have Sam Darnold who's one and all as a starter now um he's had an extra week now with the bye to prep so I think Darnold can get it done um uh Seattle's missing Kenneth Walker He'll, he'll be out for them, and he's been a beast. Um, so that's going to hurt them. Carolina's actually 3-3 three and three in their last six games as well. Um, and one of those losses were that overtime one where DJ Moore scored late, took his helmet off, got penalized, and missed the extra point, missed a field goal in OT. So they could very likely be 4-2 and two in their last six. I think Carolina is just flying under the radar. They're not nearly as bad as what people probably think um, just looking at them. So I think for – Four, four and a half is just way too many. I like Carolina quite a bit. I think they could win outright. Yeah. Um, this line seems a little short to me. Seahawks minus four versus the Panthers caught my eye. I like the Panthers. Public's going to be all over the Seahawks here. Uh, you talk about Kenneth Walker. They don't have him or Rashad Penny. That's big for that mm-hmm. offense. They're not going to run the ball as effective as they used to. Panthers sneakily have one of the defenses has been really good. It's their second NFL in points allowed the last three weeks with 12 and a half points They're allowed. Good. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Panthers, I mean, this line is really short for a reason. So give me the Panthers plus four. And my prop, little sneak peek to what we're doing later, is in this game. So I'll wait to talk about it. Yep. Okay. Zach, I'm, I'm on the exact same side as you. So we're just going to move on to the next game. Sounds good. Buccaneers head out to San Francisco to face the 49ers. 49ers are three-point favorites over-under set at 37 um, that three point favorite, I think that is due to the Garoppolo injury. Cause this would mm-hmm. be a much bigger line if Garoppolo was six playing. and a half, probably. And the, I think sure. it would be, they scored three points against the saints up until like what the last three minutes of the game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. They, this offense, man, they've already been struggling and now they get the 49ers defense. Give, give me even the, give me the 49ers. And as far as over under goes, I'm going to go with the under. Zach, which way are you leaning? Yeah, uh, I think Tom Brady loses to Brock Purdy. That's yeah. uh, gross to say. Yeah. I-, I watched the Niners firsthand last week, the whole game. I'm a Dolphins fan. That defense is ridiculously good. And they're getting air. They got even more healthy last week. Mm-hmm. And they're facing a Bucks offense that is just, they should never huddle again. They didn't huddle last two drives and they scored. I I, I-, I don't know. The Bucks are just not good. Uh I lean Niners and I lean the under as well. Both defenses are really good. I mean, Brock Purdy is just, I mean, you don't know what exactly you're getting out of him yet when someone game plans for him. So I lean Niners, won't be taking them, and lean the under. Yep. I am in the same boat for both. I actually love the Niners. I will be taking them. Um, I think, kind of like I said, Purdy's just in such a great position. It really probably doesn't matter who's 
playing quarterback. Um, also, Tampa's not going to have much film on Purdy at all. I always like playing on a, a big-time player. Either they're um, playing on a team when they the first week after they lose a big-time player. Um, so I think Purdy does well enough to win. I think the defense is insane. Um, he has plenty of weapons around him to succeed. So, yeah, really, really like San Fran there. Um, Tom Brady showed us he can't hit the deep ball to save his life. Uh, their first drive on Monday night was an eight-and-a-half minutes uh, drive that ended in a field goal. So I think this is similar. Now they're going against a better defense than the Saints have. Um, the Bucks still do have a pretty good defense themselves. So Definitely. I think it's a lot of running for San Fran yeah. um, or yeah. short passes. They're not going to make Purdy throw the ball deep. Brady can't throw the ball deep. Uh, screams under to me, and I think San Fran gets there fairly easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. The yeah. Sunday night game, Dolphins head out west to face the Chargers. Chargers are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home, over-under set at 52. Ethan, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, so I lean towards the Chargers with the points in this game. I um, believe it's three-and-a-half right yep. now. Um, it's it could be a three point game either way. Um, if the Chargers lose this game, they're fade city the rest of the year. This is like I think their last yeah, shot of making is. the playoffs. They need this win. Um, so yeah, I I would lean LA. I think I like the over a little bit more. I think Mike Williams is going to be back. He's at least practicing this week. Um, if Mike Williams is back, that really opens up the offense for Eckler. Uh, that takes uh double teams away from Keenan Allen. So I think LA is going to be able to pass the ball. Obviously Miami, um, Waddle was banged up last week. Uh, I think he plays though. I, I don't believe he's on the injury report right now. Yeah. So he's good. we've talked about Miami's offense countless, countless times. I'm um, just great for the over. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's just kind of a shootout. Miami's first in yards per play against last three, which doesn't go too well with that. Um, but LA is 31st. So I think Miami gets their points. I think LA keeps it close. Maybe backdoor covers here. Um, so yeah, give me LA plus three and a half and over fifty-two. Um, and then last thing, I don't love teasing, uh, giving six extra points to three and a half point spreads. But I heard a stat today that at home, every time, every game that the Chargers have been an underdog in the Justin Herbert era, if you add that extra six points, sixteen to zero. So mm. that's kind of that's good to know. To get that up to nine and a half, don't know if I'll do it, but it's pretty, pretty good sample size there. Yeah, so obviously Dolphins are my team here. Um, I pick my spots well with them, though. I don't just bet them every week. I told you last week I didn't like, I didn't want to pick a side in that game. Had a bad feeling about it. I love the Dolphins this week. Love them in this game. Uh, I see Dolphins offense just coming out pissed off from last week. They're not. Chargers defense isn't even close to what the Niners what the Niners are. No, uh, not even remotely close. I mean, they're bottom three defense overall and second worst defense at home mm-hmm. in terms of points against the Chargers. Dolphins should have Teron Armstead back, left tackle, massive. They missed both their right tackles last week against Bosa and that D line. That's just a recipe no. for disaster. Waddle, as you talked about, I think he's going to play. He seemed okay at the end of the game, but who knows? I think Dolphins score thirty plus themselves. Mike McDaniel even said after the game. Be, don't don't be surprised at what happens this week. So I like the over as well because Dolphins team that's at home. I de- Dolphins team that's on the road, as I talked about last week, is just terrible. Yeah. Um, but I love the Dolphins and I love the over in this game. 
Yeah, I, I love the Dolphins too. And Tyreek Hill knows this defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's going to he, have a field day. Very he viral. is. He is. And I think it's set at his player prop is like 93 and a half yards. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't at 100. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you could alternate bet him 150. I think it's, I think he's gonna have a. I, they're gonna throw around the yard again, and then, and the, it, at the Chargers, it's not really a big home field advantage either. I think no. they're gonna be slinging the rock all day. Two was gonna have a lot of pass attempts. It's just gonna be a a, a shootout, and Dolphins are gonna score. I can think I think they could score 40. Honestly, they're gonna come out really pissed off. So. Yeah, with Waddle playing yeah, too. Over. Holy cow! Yeah, I and mean, with Waddle banged up playing. Also, uh, wow, a little and a different angle is the two versus herbert debate we all know about it you know draft yeah i think yeah. i think mcdaniel tries to really show that two is better than him i yeah. i truly think this game means a lot to two himself as well i think they just come out pissed and dolphins roll to be honest so and i i heard this stat and i want to before we get to the last game on the slate this is looking forward to next week so zach i mm-hmm. believe the dolphins they face the bills next week correct saturday night big Sa- game mm-hmm. saturday night so we're looking at the Bills playing a noon game on Sunday, and then the Dolphins have to go all the way out to the West Coast and play in the mm-hmm. night game. So Tough. when the Bills are going to be home, by the time this game even starts, they're going to be getting home early in the morning the next day for the Dolphins. Is, is that any factor to you guys for next week? I can tell you that next week, do not bet the Dolphins. That's what I'll say in that regard. I think it's a very tough spot for them next week. But this week, after that game last week, they're—I don't even think they're thinking about after that game last week that with placing a third-string quarterback. Basically, they're just coming out ready to destroy. So I'm not too worried about that. Next week, I'll be worried though for the travel and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I did forget to say that too. I uh, definitely worried next week, and I do think that okay. there's a little concern for worry this week as well. Just with the look ahead there, that is a huge game for Miami if they want to win that division. Um, Last week's game was that that was in San Fran, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do they stay out there, or do they travel back? Do you know? I, I I mean naturally, I think they just stay there. I don't know yeah. why you'd move, right. but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. If they went home and came back, I mean that's a long. That's even long more travel than you're already doing on yourself. Yeah. Right. I I, I don't think they would, but I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. That might be worth looking into if you guys are gonna be playing some bets. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, the last game, the Monday night game, Patriots face the Cardinals. Cardinals are two-point favorites, or sorry, two-point underdogs at home. Over-under set at 44. Cardinals have been disappointing all year and have been terrible at home. Ethan, do they get a win here? I don't think they do. Uh, Like you said, they're horrible at home. They're, uh, where is it? I have it written down. One and six at home this year. Um, No home field we said the Chargers have no home field advantage. The Cardinals have zero home field <laughs> advantage. Well, I have yeah, that, whatever. dude. That's the first bullet point I have is the home. Like they're yeah. so bad. Nothing. Um, they also got completely screwed by the NFL. Um, they're coming off their bye week. Well, basically, so is New England because they had the Thursday night game, and now this is a Monday night game. They had basically just as much rest as mm-hmm. Arizona did. Uh, basically, in my eyes, wasting Arizona's bye week, or kind of giving New England a second one. So. Yeah, it kind of got screwed there. Um, not really a rest advantage. New England's three and three on the road, so they're pretty competent. Uh, New England just has a better defense. They've actually they've had a much better offense even since Hop, uh, DeAndre Hopkins has come back. Um, New England in yards per play the last three games ranked ninth. Arizona's twenty seventh. 
uh, yards per play against last three. New England's third in the league. Arizona 16th. So I think New England's just the way better team here. Um, you shouldn't be giving any points to Arizona at home. So I think, yeah, I think uh, New England goes in, wins this game. Uh, probably would just play the money line at this point. I think it might be a two-point spread, but I wouldn't yeah. really have any problem uh, laying the two either. I think New England gets it done. Um, and I would I would lean under 44 in this game. Uh, I think Belichick just slows it down. He has a good way of doing that, keeping good players like Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins off the field. So I think it stays under. Also, primetime game um, angle for the under there. But, yeah, it can be New England just to win the game outright. Yeah, also with the Cardinals home, they're 10 and 20 under Kingsbury. That 10 games under 500 for a team that's actually made the playoffs is just crazy. That's yeah. so bad. Um, I'm, I'm on the Patriots as well here. I, I can't confidently take the Cardinals. As you said about Belichick, he always finds a way to take away your best weapon. Yep. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's a tight end. It's a receiver. It's a running back. And Belichick has more time to prepare coming off a loss. I really like the Pats here. And the Cardinals defense, at home, they allow 401 points of, or yards per game. That's second worst in the league. On the road, they're top seven, 310 yards allowed. At home, they just don't play good. I don't understand yep. why. So give me the Pats here as well and the under too. Okay, it's a round of Pats and the under then. Um, that I'm glad you said that stat, Zach, because that seat that Cliff is sitting on is starting to heat up. Oh, now. it's oh, I mean he's I think he I think he's gone after this year. Yeah. I think he's going back to college. So you guys think he doesn't even make it through? Like he doesn't start next year? I don't Black think Monday so. Monday or whatever they call that, he'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Are there still rumors? I thought I heard about earlier that Kyler might be looking towards baseball. Oh. That'd be crazy. This that was like months I doubt ago, it. I think, but I doubt it. Yeah, I who doubt knows? It. That'd be wild. <laughs> After signing that contract, it just goes, I'm going to play baseball instead. <laughs> That'd be wild. Hey, yeah. I was thinking yeah. that he made it to next year, but got fired midseason. But I, as terrible as they've been at home, they might just decide to can him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And him and Kyler on the sidelines have been like, like you've seen arguments between mm-hmm. them. They just don't have a good rapport. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And Kingsbury, I think I saw a stat like third and one, he's converting like under 30%. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm yeah. not, I mean, he's a great college coach. I give him that, but mm. I know he'll probably go back there just like Matt Rule did. So, yep. yeah. All right, guys, with that being the last game on our slate, let's try to come up with a squad pick. What do you guys think? I, I think, I think Lions ML is my, would be my pick. Just lay, lay the juice. It's like pie of minus 150. I don't mind that at all. Two and a half. You never. Lions love playing close games. God forbid. You know. You know, Ethan. Uh, I think Lions was a good one we had. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think Lions. It's actually minus one thirty-five. So even better. Oh, perfect. Um, perfect. And that will come. I, I could almost guarantee you that's coming back down. I think it closes minus one fifteen, minus one twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that could be a good play. I think the only other ones we kind of liked quite a bit was Tennessee, but we already said we aren't gonna. Yeah. Don't get touch that. Three weeks in a row there. Um, I think we all like San Fran, but Zach, you weren't too crazy on them. No, I mean I wouldn't hate a squad ride there, but I think I think the Lions. I mean Ben, you can chime in too. I think the Lions is the pick here. I really do. I was looking at the Patriots and Steelers. Do you guys have strong mm. feelings with those? I would be more confident in the Patriots if I were to choose, but okay, not yeah, not, probably not the Steelers for me. Yeah, I liked Baltimore in that game anyway. Yeah, let's it's do the Lions. Yeah, I'm Ben. If you're down for the Lions, I think me and Ethan are down. If you're That's, down, that scares me. That, that scares me. I'm, tell, I'm telling, dude, that line makes it, 
Vegas is begging you to pick the Vikings. Begging. They are. They are. Begging. We went with I Chiefs think, last think, week. Let's go with Lions this Let's week. Let's do it. Okay. Let's go. Awesome. All right. Lions ML for the boys. We're going three and one. Okay. Yeah, this, I can't believe I'm betting a Lions Jeez, team. Jesus Christ. But I don't okay. need the added stress, but here we go. <laughs> oh, go. dude, old. it crushed me last week, Ethan. Good oh, luck, man. man. If Kelsey doesn't fumble that for the squad riders, that they they, they went there they drive down and win that game. They and do. go up by ten. So it was just it's I mean, uh, Yeah, it's all good. All good. <laughs> Ethan, let's go to you first for your big three, man. So guys, I'm gonna get a little unconventional again. Another bad week in the big three. Um this week, truly, two and one, I think easy. I, I think <laughs> oh, right no. So I got to give out that teaser. Okay, Minnesota plus eight and a half, Baltimore plus eight and a half. Uh, I think you guys should both jump on it. It's, I think. I actually might. That's a good one. It's the best teaser of the entire year. Um, I absolutely love it. I typically bet one to two teasers a week, so I am extremely involved in them. And, yeah, this is my favorite one of the year. Absolutely love that. You said it was Baltimore um, and who? Baltimore, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, it's tough for me to bet Minnesota when I have the squad ride, but eight and a half is a lot of points. Eight and a half is yeah. a lot. Yeah. For, for Lions, a Lions, but yeah. yeah. Um, then I'm going to keep it a little unconventional here, but I'm going to do a two-team money line parlay. The odds come out to minus 116, so it's it's right there. Um, it's going to be Tennessee for a third week in a row, making my big three. I think Tennessee gets it done. Kansas City gets it done. Uh, two-team money line parlay, minus 116. Um, and then my last one's going to be Carolina plus four. Uh, nice. think they can win outright. Horrible spot for Seattle. So, yeah, a little unconventional, but I need to bounce back in a huge way. I think this gets it for me. My favorite three I've given out. Oh. Um, am I allowed to put a player prop in here? And, and it's not the one that I'm putting in, in the parlay. I would say, I mean, yeah. I think anything goes. Yeah, if it's okay. making people money, it's making people money. Derrick Henry over <laughs> yards, 82 and a half. I think that's his line right now. <clears throat> Give me him. King Henry's facing his sons. Uh, I like Derrick Henry's over yards prop. I'm, I'm doubling down. Give me Titans minus four, I guess, is my second one. I'm kind of doing what Ethan did Guys. that one week. But I'm, <laughs> I keep going Guys. to the end, but I'm going Titans minus four. My second one. My third one. Debating Browns, Dolphins here. Hmm. Give me Browns plus six, just because the three and a half hook for the Dolphins is a little scary for me. So give me a Browns plus six to my third one. That almost made mine as well. Yeah. For my big three, this could be like a combo at Chili's called the favorites. <laughs> oh. So we're going with Chiefs minus nine. The Cowboys minus 16 and a half. Ooh. Wow. And the Eagles minus seven. Wow. All, all, the, the, all, big all the big favorites. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Available at um, Chili's now. I do believe that Casey is at nine and a half now and Dallas is at 16. Is that okay. I'll take it. What we want? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little easier on Dallas. Hey, Ben's, Ben's the guy going undefeated here. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going crazy now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that I don't is, even that need is explanation. Wild. I just need you to <laughs> yeah, say what you're sit on. sit back and listen. I'll go yep. throw money blindly on it. Um, yep. I'm actually extremely profitable too. You just take the opposite. You just fade me. So <laughs> yeah. We're all extremely <laughs> profitable on the show. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, so we're gonna start do something new starting this episode. We're gonna give out a parlay, and mine was so close to hitting, 
this is our first week doing this. This one's going to hit. This is player props only. Um, Zach, I think this was your idea, wasn't it? Yeah, I just think it's a you know button sides and all that. It's just fun in the end, but you know player props are profitable too. There's some lines out there that like you're like oh this guy went off, but but the team didn't cover or they lost. But I don't know, player props are fun. Um, I guess I'll give out the first leg if you want me to. Yeah, yeah. Um, Deontay Foreman, I want to say it's 55 and a half rushing yards against the Seahawks. That is so good. Seattle defense has been awful against the run, dead last in rushing yards. Per game, a lot of the last year weeks, 205, and uh, allowed 205 average led up the last three weeks. That's just crazy. Allowing five yards a carry, I expect Foreman to get at least 25 carries. So naturally, I don't think he's averaging more than two yards a carry. Uh, I think they try to keep, you know, they try to keep Dino off the field. I, I Deontay Foreman is getting over 20 carries, and he's definitely going to over 55 and a half yards. So that's so low. Mm-hmm. Hey, and yeah, whoever messes this up, Ethan, don't mess it up. This is a parlay. So we, if you like loses, it screws us. <laughs> yeah. That in mind. So yeah, we have the squad ride. This is the squad parlay ride now. Yep. So um, yeah, I'm gonna look actually in the same game there. Um, just a PSA though, we are filming this on Wednesday, so like DraftKings doesn't have player prop lines out. What we're saying, uh, it's gonna be we're using Prize Picks to kind of look at yep. um the lines being set. So if it varies a little bit on DraftKings or whatever book you use when it comes out, just know that's probably why. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to look in the, in the same game. Actually, I like uh, Seattle's kicker, Jason Myers over one and a half field goals made. Um, <laughs> Seattle's been a high scoring offense. He's been, they've been a high scoring offense all year. Um, I think they can move the ball a little bit on Carolina, at least get into field goal range. Um, I think Carolina can shut him down in the red zone, though, giving Myers plenty of kicks. He's hit this eight of three or eight out of 11 games this year, and he's 23 for 24 on field goal attempts this year. So he's only missed one. So if he gets two attempts, more than likely he's going to make them. Um, so, yeah, Jason Myers over one and a half field goals made. Okay, we're going to stay in that game. Uh, this wasn't how we planned it. But we're going to stay. All. I'm going with Geno over 245 and a half passing yards. The mm-hmm. running backs, they're without Penny. They're without nice. yep. um, Walker. Uh, now. Well, Kenneth Walker. Kenneth yeah. Walker. So they're going to have to throw the ball. Geno's shown that he can. Over the last five games, he's averaging 291.4 yards. Yeah, he's, he's slinging it. And they're going to have to throw it more, as you said. I like that. I like yeah. that, guys. And yeah. it's all the same game. You're not playing that at all. We, yeah. I have, that's not how it's usually probably going to yeah. go at all. But That's probably no. the only time this will be a same yeah. game, really. Yeah. yeah. I have to say. And, and, uh, and, and it's all different. It's defense, offense, and special teams. So it's right. all good. So you're, you're, all, you're, you're watching for something every time there's someone's on the field. So right. there you yeah. go. I have to say, too, I just gave out Carolina plus four as one of my best bets this week. And uh, this correlates pretty well. Seattle getting field goals, Foreman running because they have the lead. Uh, Gino passing, mm. playing catch up, mm, kind of like it. Is that? It. Is that oh like no, it. Uh, Ethan, okay. he, the like confidence you're exhuming today, man. Exhuming. Yeah, I love it. I, it's, it's honestly scary because I was just, doing my research know. yesterday morning. I was like, I want to film right now. Actually, when I got to that Carolina play, I was like, I love Carolina so much. Uh, just kind of an odd, like, off the wall pick there. Not one that probably too many people are going to be looking at. And I was just ready to film right there and then. What do you ever read? You ever read? I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm scared for you because I, I I like you and I don't want you to be sad because you're really (laughs) confident in this. 
you know, guys, when you go two and seven in three weeks, you're really looking to get to the next episode <laughs> and give out some more information. <laughs> so I can see why you guys are probably all happy with your seven and two, eight and one record, whatever you guys are. <laughs> no, I'm ready for the next episode. I need some winners. And and your draft last week was bad, so it's just it's been rough for you. <laughs> That's, That's true. a good one this week. Can't wait. Well, let's we get go. to it. Let's get to it. Zach, we're ready, man. All right, guys. It's comedy movies here. We get five picks each. Um, so if you if there's like a series, so like Hangover, for example, you pick one of the three. You're not picking like a series of movies. It's just one movie if it's like a, you know, however many there are. So a draft order is me, Ben, Ethan. So I first pick. I'm taking, I'm taking Hangover 1. That is a classic. Oh. Cla- I, it's my favorite comedy movie ever. I'm happy I have the first pick. Classic. I, I literally want to go to Vegas and not do the same thing because that's I'm not saying I want to do the same thing. I want to gamble. It's just it's a classic movie. I love Zach Galifianakis. Alan is one of the best characters in a comedy movie ever. He's hilarious. Hangover one's my first pick. That is a good pick. I I didn't see you going that way, but it's a good pick. Thank you. That would have been one of mine. Oh really? Nice. Yeah. You're improving. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm like staying here in the middle for every draft, except for the first one when I got to pick my jersey. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. happy I still get my first, and that's Step Brothers. Nice. I, I feel pick. like Will Ferrell is the king of comedy. Er, he's on the Mount Rushmore of comedy, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. It was that's hard pick. picking which movie of his, but I think Step Brothers is the best one. It's a great yep. pick. That that was probably my that was probably my my one one V to my one A. Yeah. So. Those were both in my top three. So nice. I'm telling you guys, movies. You're actually relevant here. There we go. This is good. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going with a classic, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah. Just hilarious. Can watch it over and over and over again. You laugh every single time. Um, The first Dumb and Dumber, obviously. Um, Mm. Yep. That's going to be my first pick there. And then uh, let's see here. God, I have such a big list. Zach, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make you happy this week, Zach. I think, and uh, I'm gonna go Steve Carell, 40 year old virgin. Nice, that movie is just absolutely Good. hilarious. Um, pick. That just, is classic. Just countless <laughs> hilarious parts. It's so uh, good. Yeah, I love it. It's on my it's list. Hilarious. It's on. Hey, the two, both movies you said are on my list. So yeah. good job. Yeah, yeah. That, this it's is the best start guy. to a draft. Improvement. Mm-hmm. This is good. This is it. Now this is actually a debate. Now, Ethan, this is right. Good. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> I know me going last was not a punishment for last week. It's just no, the random just, no. The yeah. wheel thought you should have went last. That's yeah. what happened. The wheel thought fate, fate spoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I hope I don't derail it here with my second pick, but this is one of the, like the movies. I think I might've laughed like hardest at throughout the whole movie. And that's Andy Samberg's hot rod. Have you mm. guys seen oh, that yeah. one? Yep. yep. Oh man. That if, if you haven't seen that, I'm a big Andy Samberg guy and I just, find that one so funny that's good that was good that's a it's a good pick Wasn't i have my, my but... hey i have my third i'm getting super bad with mine super oh, bad yeah. is my second pick i it's it's just such a, i don't know jonah hill is hilarious in it mclovin class one of the best characters in any comedy ever i just it's so i, I could watch it every time and i laugh um oh, this is good now third give me hmm Give me Ted two, Ted two. I'm hitting okay. Ted two. It, it's I I love Mark Wahlberg and give me the Bears. What's the actor's name? Seth MacFarlane is the Bear. Cla- yeah. It's just 
iconic. I think Tattoos Brothers had one. Uh, I don't know. The Liam Neeson scene. I don't know if you guys ever seen it. The, with the tricks for kids is so funny. There's just so many classics. Give me Ted too. Wonderful. I like it. Good start, guys. Um, mm-hmm. My number three is another one I find hilarious. I don't know if it's on your guys' list, but it's Role Models. Good. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, my gosh. The LARPing mm-hmm. kids. That It's McLovin. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched that movie you got you got to go watch it right now all these movies that we're saying are classic yeah yeah Yeah. oh man i have a lot of man what do i go with here um let's do man let's do um I'm gonna go Jackass number two. Mm. I love doing uh, Jackasses. Yeah, I think that's the one. I think it's number two, the one where they do like that giant swinging hand knocking people over, and uh, I think, I think, yeah, I think they run with the bulls. Maybe I don't know, but all the Jackasses you can't go wrong. Yeah, um, I think Steve-O and Knoxville and all those guys are absolutely hilarious. So, yeah, I, that's a tough pick. I could have picked ten other movies on my list here, but same. I have a lot too. We'll go with that. Um, oh, we're doing five, aren't we? Yeah, you got, you got, you got, then this is what your fourth. So you got another one coming back. All right. Well, this is great. I forgot we we're doing five. Let's do, um, now I just have this another, uh, debate here. Let's go with just because of the holidays, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. um, with Chevy Chase, uh, Hope you guys have seen it. If you haven't, you got to watch it. It's just mm-hmm. classic. I've seen it a long time. Yeah, like... you got to watch it, especially around the holidays. Um, fantastic, hilarious Christmas movie. I, I could do with a rewatch on that one. It's been mm-hmm. a while. Same. You won't be disappointed. Okay. Well, good. Good. I'll watch it here in the next like two weeks. Yeah. There you yeah. go. It's a good time for it. I can't believe I'm getting this pick at my fourth, but that's Anchorman. Damn, that was my next one. Anchorman, come on! It's Damn. that's the hymn of comedy. Brick, movies. Brick, yeah. and Steve Carell in that movie is one of the funniest characters of all time. I yeah, love hilarious. Lamp. Yeah, I love. It's so good. It's so oh, good one. Fuck. Okay. Um, we haven't said this guy's movie yet, and I have to put him in. Grown Ups, Adam Sandler. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fourth. Adam Sandler yeah. is also uh, Mount Rushmore of com- comedians, in my opinion, for movies. Yep. He's fantastic. Grown Ups is a classic. There's so many good at Chris Rock, the Paul Blart. I've known. I've uh, Kevin Smith is his real name or something. Kevin James. I don't know his actor. Right. James. There we go. Yep. Thank you. Um, just so many good actors. Classic movie. I have a lot here. Um, hmm. We haven't said a this guy, a Seth Rogen movie, and I'm in between two oh. here. Give me Pineapple Express. I knew it. My fifth. I knew it. <laughs> Pineapple Express is my fifth. This is another him and uh, is it James Franco in that one or Dave? James, I think James. Uh, it's, he 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 uh, does one of them with he does one movies more with one of the Francos. Yeah, uh, but that's just a great movie. It's good. So th- there's my five. I'm happy with my five. I wish I had Anchorman though. God damn it. Yeah, good. that's a good one. I was really hoping you took one of these two, Zach, because I'm really torn between the two. Um. Mm. I'm gonna oh 
gosh. Because I, I, I after after the draft, tell me or tell us which one you're debating with the other as well. So and don't okay. let, don't say it because Ethan might take it. So okay, okay. I I have this one ranked higher, so I'm gonna take this one. But it's Ben Stiller, and it's Dodgeball. Nice. Dodgeball. ESPN 8, the Ocho. Like, there's just so many parts in there that are just iconic. Yep, that's good. All right, so last pick here. Um, Mr. Mr. Relevant here. But it's not relevant. relevant, Here we go. Mr. Relevant. Man, there's quite a few here. Let's go with... Uh, we'll go Adam Sandler as well. We'll do the longest yard. Nice um, pick. Yeah, that's just, really good. Yeah, funny, phenomenal, good, good movie. Um, so many people in that movie, like Stone Cold Steve Austin's in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, what's his face? Um, the Michael big guy, Irvin. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Nash is in it. Uh, the rapper Nelly's in it. I mean, Nelly, there's so yeah. many dudes. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Bill Chris Roman Rock Key, that old dies uh, in it. Chris Rock character oh, yeah. really dies in it. Sorry for right. spoiling it, but it's been out right. for 15 years, so it's it's phenomenal. Isn't Tracy Morgan in that? Yeah, he's yeah. uh he's the, like cheerleader. He's, he's yeah. a cheerleader guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's phenomenal. Oh, and then the, the guy um Brucey with the kicker, and he's like flirting with them. Yeah, oh, with yeah. The cheerleader. yeah that's a, yeah, that's a good pick. All right, Ben, tell me which one you were debating between. So this guy's also on the Mount Rushmore. Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. Oh yeah, mm. I Jim Carrey, man, he he's. If we, if we were making a Mount Rushmore, who would you guys have up there? I feel like Carrey has to be on it, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, I think Kevin Hart's really funny. He would be like he's 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 creeping in that for me. He's funny. Uh, Sandler, Farrell, Sandler, uh, Farrell, yeah. Is that fourth spot? Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones. I mean, there's yeah. good. All right, that was, that was our best draft because Ethan was yeah. competent. That was good. That Thank was you, a great Ethan. one. What what were some honorable mentions that you guys had? I had the, both the both the Jump Streets were on there for me. Uh, those are wide. Were the Millers? Oh, uh, yeah. Billy Madison was in it. Big Daddy was in it. I had some other ones. Yeah, I had Waterboy, yeah. Ta- nice. Talladega Nights. Yeah, nice. that was one of mine. Tropic Thunder has like a special place mm. in my heart. Yep. Game night. If you're, I'm not a yes, huge Jason yes. Bateman guy, but that one's so funny, dude. Dude, like, uh, if you see Breaking Bad, Todd, the 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 neighbor in that yeah. movie is yeah. so funny with the with yeah. the animal. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. That, that that's a good one. Um, pop star. That's another um Andy Samberg one. It's mm. basically if you like the Lonely Island SNL skits, it's yep. just that for a movie. Mm. So that one's good. Oh, and I also had uh, th- This is the End is also a good one. That oh, yeah, that is good. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. Seth Rogen. Everybody had, had that. You guys got most of mine, but I had Old School on there. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, 21 and Over. Uh, awesome Power of the Gold Number. Awesome Power uh, has 21 and Over has uh, Top Gun in it. Miles Teller. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. Um. Yeah, airplane, the movie from like the seventies yeah. or whatever that was. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Wasn't like OJ um, Simpson in that one? It's um Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> and then uh School of Rock. I just think uh Jack Black is hilarious in that movie. So mm. that was on the list as well. Jack Jack Black's funny too. Jack he Black's is, yeah. he's, he's he good. Nice. Uh, that, that was a good draft, guys. That good was. job. That was I'm curious to see really who good. what people which person people think won. Yeah, I'm very yeah. curious of that as well. 
Yeah, that does, that, that that was a good, well-rounded right there. So, yeah. nice job. How about talking college football? Um, not a lot of games going on. We're in bowl season now. Zach, um, you want to talk about the Army Navy game? Yeah, um, Navy's minus two and a half spread here, over under thirty-two and a half, extremely low. But these two teams run the ball every play, so I like Navy minus two and a half here a lot. I'm actually I'm betting this for sure. Um, Navy's played way tougher opponents. UCF, they beat them, by the way. Notre Dame, Cincy, SMU, Houston, and they're all close. Uh, Army's best opponent was Wake Forest and lost by 35. Um, in terms of what both teams like to do, uh, Navy is fourth in the nation in stopping the run, which is what Army likes to do, and Army is 115th in the nation at stopping it. So I like Navy a lot, actually. Yeah, I don't hate that play at all. Um <clears throat> This is probably the only under in the world that's more profitable than the Broncos under this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to look under 32. I mean, you have to. It's that low for a reason. Yeah. This is probably the one that goes over. Um, but you're a fool if you are jumping in on the over until it actually hits. So you got to go under. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yep. All right. We're all on the same thought process there. We wanted to take a quick second and. Our goal of reaching 100 subscribers, we're getting closer. We wanted to thank everybody, do a little personal from us to you guys. Thank you. We're up to over 50 now, uh, so we're halfway to our goal. Thank um, you. Absolutely. We, we had a lot over this last video, a yeah. lot of new, so that was good. We did. We did. I appreciate, we appreciate all you guys watching and uh, supporting us. And that's going to do it for episode four of the Better and Green podcast. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Better Green. That's better, B-E-T-T-O-R, Green. Listen to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see some of the highlights from the show. Thank you guys again. This has been Bentley, Ethan Bainbridge, and Zach Stangle. And we'll see you guys next episode. Peace, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Now we always on spot and we cover all spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Zen, uh, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.